Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we have guests from Central Lakes College and School District 181 with us today. Our guests are Susie Karznia. Susie is a teacher and counselor at Central Lakes College. And Amy Jamber. Amy is, the, uh, is a Brainerd School nurse with District 181. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. We, uh, I, we are talking mental health this month, Mental Health Awareness Month in the month of May. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what are going on at your respective campuses. Um, if that's okay, Susie, we'll start with you, yeah. Central Lakes College. Yeah, happy to be here and talking about that. Um, you know, being a counselor, it's always been a focus for me, mental health. Um, I've been doing this for um, a couple decades now, and just... Uh, college can be a stressful time. You yes. know, there's a lot, and especially our students have a lot of commitments. Um, most of our students work actually outside of school as well and have other um, priorities and commitments that they're trying to work with. Um, but um, along with that is learning how to deal with um, all the things now. They're independent, they're on their own, and there's not people watching over them like maybe there was when they were younger. Um, and so um, just trying to figure all of that out. Um, so at the college, we are, have, um, we're excited that this year we started a program. We got a grant from the United Way, and we were able to hire what we called peers reaching out. We're calling them our pros. Mm. And we have three wonderful students that um, have been working, um, and we do a tabling event every month um, around mental health and mental illness um, awareness. Um, we also do a newsletter, um, and they recently got trained to be able to present a campaign called Make It Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a lot of different things going on, and it's really exciting. Okay. Um, you say there's how many uh, pros at the school, if you will, <laughs> peers reaching, reaching out? out? Yeah, advocates. Um, th- we hired three okay. this, this past year, um, and we're going to continue that next year as well. Okay. So. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the way you started out your uh, presentation, talking about college, and I think we all think back, and oh my goodness, what a crazy time for young adults who are all of a sudden faced with finals and classes, and Mm. now it really counts because you paid, or somebody paid money (laughs) for these credits. Yeah. Uh, And for, like you say, a lot of them, uh, I'll be honest, I think alcohol and Mm self-medication becomes uh, part of that uh, picture. If nothing else, just because you're young and you're starting to experiment a little, you know. I mean, it is it is a crazy time, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely. It's a lot of this now that you're thinking for yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and that's part of the reason why I went into it because I remember myself. I mean, it was difficult. It's this push-pull, like you're supposed to be independent, yet you're still tied to your family. And yeah. so trying to figure out that balance. Yeah. Uh, make it okay. That is quite a wonderful thing to happen to this community. I'm just going to say that. Would yeah, you agree? Absolutely. What's really nice is that with the school district, happy to have them with us too today. And um, Essentia Health, we're all trying to get on that same page of reducing the stigma about mental health. And that's really what Make It Okay is, is reducing the stigma around mental illness and mental health. It's not a choice when we have a mental 
um, illness. Mm -hmm. It is biological. um, And it's okay to to say, I need help or I've got this going on. What can I do? And um, so hopefully that's what this program today and all the other things that we're doing just says, you know, it's all right. It's okay to not be okay. Not be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the saying. In fact, I think uh, dealing with depression is something that is so common nowadays that it should be okay. I mean, right. It's we often make the analogy if you were to break a finger, um, it's okay to talk about that. Show all your friends. Look what happened. I'm hurt. But we don't like to talk about the mental part, which is really the same thing as you said. It's biological. Absolutely, it is. It is an interesting thing because you can't see it. Whereas you can see the cast or, you Mm -hmm. know, you can um, see the different, the broken bone or whatever it is that you have going on. Or, you know, if you have diabetes, you know, you're okay talking about that. Um, And it's how we look at it. So it's just, and that's what I hope this campaign does is like make it so that it's um, not the scary uh, stigma attached to you think a crazy you think it's a character flaw yeah absolutely. people think it's a character flaw and right. it's not it's not <laughs> right. I mean one of the stats is they say you know a mental illness is as common as silver cars I mean mm-hmm. you know it's just it's a common thing we just don't talk about it so hopefully things like programs like this will bring out and it's like it's okay to talk about yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. And I would think uh, people do talk about it but it's usually confiding in someone <laughs> close yeah, I think you're right. And again, I mean, this is what I do every day. So, I mean, I know for sure I talk about it. I call it out um, um, when I'm working with students. I'll ask directly what's going on. And um, I don't do diagnosis, but it is a conversation that we'll, we will have. Um, and and it, to let them know that go ahead and talk to your doctor or, you know, and figure out is there more going on or is it just situational or is it just stressful time? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to figure that out. Right. Yeah. Work through it. Yeah. yeah. And Amy Jamber at the high school, uh, I think a lot of those young people face those same issues, don't they? They do. I would say anxiety, number one, followed by depression. The two kind of go hand in hand, but anxiety seems to be the most commonly discussed problem for a lot of students. Same thing. There's a lot of drama. There's um, new things happening in life that they're unfamiliar with, whether it's new relationships or decisions they have to make. People are asking them, where where are you going to go to college or what are you going to do in your future? And, you know, most of us really didn't know Uh as a teenager. And and if you think you do, it still may change when you get into college. So I think there's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. on young people today. And it's difficult. And I'll go down another little road that I I see. It's my opinion. Um, I think the use of cell phones and technology where Mm. students aren't practicing communication for relationship building and so if I communicate with you via email or a text, it's going to be very different than if I have a face-to-face conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something the staff is acutely aware of at the high school, and we're looking at how can we encourage students to turn those phones off, get into communication time with each other for relationship building. Yeah. So I do think that's a factor in it. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. a whole new issue, too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. part of the problem is the bullying online and some of these right. things that happen that uh, play on our mental health. Correct. That follow you home. They don't just right. happen when you're yeah. at school. So even when you're home, you don't feel that safety. You know, like, at least I can be home. It follows you. Right. So or it occurs a, at home and then yeah. comes into the school the next day and students are afraid to come to school. So yeah. they have anxiety in the morning and then maybe they're getting a stomach ache or they have a headache. So they stay home for that physical symptom. But it's really not a physical 
illness happening, it's really connected to anxiety. So, and I'd say our counseling staff as well is seeing a lot of that in in just trying to help intervene and support students in a different kind of way. Yeah. And are there uh, programs in place uh, other than counselors? Or are you working on that or or what's what's going on? I would say we're working on that. In all honesty, following the multiple suicides Crow Wing County faced last year Mm -hmm. um, outside of the school building itself, um, I think it called people together to say, what do we need to do to help address the the situation going on, which is what connects us with Make It Okay with the hospital and CLC. I think everybody's seeing it as a community-based situation and not just belonging to either of the schools. So out of that, there is a committee that's been formed at the high school to look at what our procedures are, because many students will seek a trusted teacher first. Mm -hmm. And if they're having a hard time, they may go to their FIED teacher or their history teacher. And then that teacher then in turn would help steer them through the school district for support. I would say a large number come through the health office. And then we will either make a decision, should they go on to their counselor? Are they already seeing a counselor at Northern Pines? Do we need to call the parent immediately? So there's that kind of triage that happens at the school. I'm guessing every case is different. It is different. And I think right now our primary focus is that all students feel that they have a place, a safe place to go to in that school building during Mm -hmm. that school day. Or even after, if, if they have a trusted coach or teacher, could they reach out and say, I need help? The other thing we see happening is some students will confide in another student. They may Mm -hmm. text each other, say, I'm feeling really like I'm in trouble, I'm going to hurt myself. And then we've trained students, or we're starting to have that conversation, you need to intervene for them. Let your parent know, call a trusted adult. But Mm -hmm. we take it very seriously, and we act on every statement of a student saying that they're in trouble. Yeah. For sure. Because usually mm-hmm. if they get to that point where they're saying right. it, they've been thinking it for a long Absolutely. time. And for them to voice it, that can be just a snap Absolutely. decision. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do either of you get a sense that uh, uh, younger people are more open to talk about some of these issues? Uh, and I guess I'm saying it's an age thing because I know – I think my generation, we did look at it as a character flaw. Unfortunately, right. that's right. how we grew up. But – I. I'm hoping that's different for younger people, maybe. I think it's more definitely comparatively, yes, with my generation. But um, I, I do think that it is being talked about more. I don't know that it's, you know, it's still not wiped away, the stigma. But I would say that it is. I mean, um, because it's so, same, same at the college level, anxiety and depression are the two probably most common mm-hmm. things. Um, but there's a lot of different mental health, um, you know, diagnose ADHD is common sure. as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, um, you know, th- that's those fidget, I have a fidget box by, by my, you know, chair in my office and those fidget spinners. I mean, those are things and chewing gum and there's different things you do that though, that's mental health related. And so, you know, just being able to talk about it that way and, you know, it's, you're not a naughty child or person, it's that you just have this going on in your brain and yeah. so you need you can't to help do, it yeah. right and mm-hmm. so you, there's other ways to handle things like that mm-hmm. um, but uh, but did someone talk about be self-medicating or maybe mm-hmm. you said that yeah. Ken yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean and so that's what we want to prevent that yeah. 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 yeah yeah for sure 
Um, I wanted to also say talk about I think social media is uh, does play a role mm-hmm. too um, in that isolation and everything that goes on with you know you're um, there might be this raging party going on and if you're not at that party but you're seeing all these pictures posted that is not a healthy thing um, but what's really exciting is I mean they figured out that students are using their phone so there is like a text line seven four one seven four one is a text helpline mm-hmm. um, which mm. is really cool because again that is a place you know students do text that's their that's That's their thing and so they can do that um and so that's been a really great resource that i give out to students and we post it on every newsletter and every flyer that i put out i post that text helpline um i think they're more likely to do that than talk right they unfortunately they're not using words as much as texting Mm -hmm. yeah it's very true yeah Mm -hmm. um and do the schools or uh, do they have posters up? Is there plenty of information available to students that hey, if you need help, please ask? You know, yeah, here are some simple. options. Yeah. Right at the high school, there's some. I think that um, there could be more. I think we're in a process. We're working with the state postventionist, they call it, and in doing that work, it becomes a prevention program mm. as it as it evolves. Sure. Yeah. And so they've really had us. Take a slow, just slow down, think through what's going on. Um, so we've done some things very methodically, but nothing, there's not a really large, I don't know what the word is for it, but campaign, campaign type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yet. Right. There's yeah. not, not that kind of thing. And yet there are students that are on board looking at what can they do to help support other students. We've done things like the Attitude of Gratitude Tree, which has come out of Crowing Energized. Uh, there is some, some signage up, but I think... Um, there's just an, more of an effort being made to say to the staff, keep your eyes open, mm-hmm. take a look at what's going on with different students in your classroom, make the environment, I think, more aware to begin with yeah. as far as staff. And I think that's made a big difference. I know this year we've had more students come to the health office than ever talking about anxiety or concerns that they had. So I know that that message is that's out there. Good. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, yeah. That they're starting to seek a safe mm-hmm. place. But I, we have a lot more work to do. It's yeah. going to be ongoing. It's never going to go away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with um, what's going on at CLC. I think that students are more willing to talk about it than they would have been in the past. But I also think anxiety is on a rise. I, yeah. I think we see more students with mental health issues than we have as well. So there's kind of two things happening. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. But just the talking about it, as you talked about that, that that is a step, isn't it? Isn't that part of the process? Absolutely. Yeah. So that they think, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm the the things I'm thinking and feeling, oh, that's not weird. You know, like it's okay to do that. Um, We're, we've tabled, did a tabling event even, we talk about sleep. Like just, and that's right. part of crowing energized and that attitude of gratitude. Sleep is important. If you've got, you know, you're, if you're rested, you're more able to be resilient and, and um, cope with when things kind of come at you. Um, mm. And so there's just there's little things, and that's the that's a piece that besides the awareness that I'd love to make sure that gets out there is that there are resources or things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, the attitude of gratitude, writing three things down before you go to bed at the end of the day, write three things down that you um, are, are thankful, thankful for, thankful for yeah. right? Yeah. And you can't help but then, then you know, feel a little bit more peaceful. It's true. Um, it's very true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, and just sleeping, I mean, it, 
because you think about how you're more on edge and you can think. No, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> right. So there's simple things too that can really make a difference. Yeah. 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 yeah very interesting. That's helpful. Yeah. Well, it's it's wonderful to hear that uh, this is being talked about. Yeah. Uh, there's things happening at both of these institutions to help young people deal with this. And like you say, the more we talk about it, the better it is. So Absolutely. we appreciate mm-hmm. you being here today to, well, thank you. to fill us in on what's going on. And I know there'll be more things happening again as time goes on. And that's wonderful. And we say thanks to yeah. uh, the Make It Okay program. This is really helping out a lot of folks. Yeah, thank yeah you. it is. Thank you. Thanks right. for being here. Thanks, ladies. Mm-hmm. Susie Karsnia is a teacher and counselor at Central Lakes College. Amy Jamber is a district uh, nurse for uh, School District 181. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus is available anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.